Welcome back to another edition of the Kyle's Napping Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Robinson. Once again, bit of a hiatus. I looked at the podcast page today and saw it's been about three weeks since I recorded an episode. And, you know, this, this podcast was a big focus of mine. It still is. It's just been, man, ever since my basement flooded, <laughs> life turned upside down. Having to, like, clean everything out of my office, which is where I record the podcast, everything out of the other basement room. We had a restoration company in here to dry everything out. They still haven't completed the job, which I'm not super happy about. Uh, they've got to put the molding back uh, on the walls, and I've been calling them constantly for the last two weeks trying to get them here. Like yesterday, they told me they were coming. They didn't show up. They didn't call me. I left a message. Like It's just a pretty – it started out – I've been like, wow, this is a great company. They came right away. They fixed everything. They did the job. But since then, since they dried everything out, they've been real shitty to deal with. Like – uh, it took them almost two weeks to get back here just to measure for the molding, and now they haven't come back to install the molding. And I'm like, what? What the hell, man? Like, you didn't finish the job. I've got the check from the insurance company, like in my hand. I'm, I'm like, if you want to get paid for this job, it's like a three thousand plus dollar job. Like, come get your fucking check and finish it. Like, what are you doing? Like, it's not. I work with small businesses, so to see a business running this way and not finishing a job, like just like okay, man, I'll just keep this three grand. My name's on the check too. Like, <laughs> I'll pop this bad boy in my savings account. I'll get my father-in-law to come here and help me put the molding back on and go buy molding. So it's like whatever, fuck you. But man, you, you always hear about horror stories with contractors and stuff, and I've, I haven't really had one up until now. It's not necessarily a horror story, but. It's annoying. Like, I can't move everything back into my basement because the, the walls aren't complete. <laughs> you know, it's not. I repainted one whole, uh, the, the living room section of the basement. Like, that's all. I painted that whole thing and down the part of the hallway and everything. So, like, I, I've, I've even done work on here, but I've got all my stuff clogging up my garage. My wife wants to park back in the garage again. So, it's a homeowner nightmare. Not really a Kyle nightmare. <laughs> Although there's some of my stuff in part of the house that Kyle keeps uh going after we try to keep that part gated off there's like a gate we have because it's a small staircase and she's like why aren't we getting this stuff out of here i'm like i don't know man these these jerks won't come back and finish this job it's it's really pissing me off i'm not gonna say the name of the company but it's funny because the plumbing company that came and fixed the sump pump and like helped me drain the water out of the basement initially they were like oh this is the only company we recommend for this the only basement restoration company that we refer people to but, like i want to call them up and be like yeah you should find somebody else because <laughs> they did a great job drying everything out and then they disaffucking peered which is cool because i don't have to pay them but you know it's it's a pretty silly situation but this is the Kyle's Napping Podcast. Should probably talk about Kyle a little bit, I guess. <laughs> he's uh, he's at daycare again today. I'm recording this on a Friday. Um, it's funny. Uh, we, we still do the thing, the whole reward system thing for him, so he naps at daycare. And he's been napping like a maniac because he's been getting rewarded for it. He, he's probably going about two weeks now in a row without skipping a nap at daycare, which has been great. But um, last week... I got him this little, um, this wooden Thomas the Tank Engine and Friends uh, fire truck called Flynn Firefighter Flynn. It's it's a it's a fire truck from Thomas. It's the wooden wooden truck wooden train version. And uh, that night he went to my with my wife to Target uh, while I was cooking dinner, and he lost the thing. She let him take it in the store, which we usually don't let him do, and he lost it. He like dropped it in the cart or he dropped it somewhere. My wife didn't know. And so she calls Target if she gets home and they like they totally wrote her off and like hung up on her and stuff because whatever, they don't give a shit. 
And so I was like, let me go back to the store and look for it after dinner. So I went back and I looked for it uh, where she thought he might have dropped it. And I went and asked the customer service people. I was like, hey, have you seen a little toy train, uh, you know, fire truck, toy train, wooden thing? They, nobody had turned it in. So it was, that was a week ago. So we went to Target last night after dinner to pick up some stuff. We love Target. <laughs> this podcast is not sponsored by Target. You might think it is. It's not. Um, and so Kyle's like, I want to go to the toy section. I want to go to the toy section. So we go over to the toy section. And they've got. The, he's like, I want to see the Thomas trains. I want to see the Thomas trains. So we look at the Thomas trains. They don't restock the toy section at Target that much, which is why the world needs Toys R Us. Whole another story. Whole another podcast. But uh, and they always have at Target this little um, like basket of like no name, like some off brand, like these wooden trains, like below where the Thomas on card train toys are. And he always just grabs them because they're loose and they've got price tags on them and whatnot, but they're loose. And sitting in the basket of loose, no-name brand wooden trains is Flynn. Kyle's Flynn. <laughs> it's like, like, there it is. Like, somebody clearly found it. Probably one of the employees found it in a cart or whatever. And I was like, oh, wooden toy train. Just threw it in the basket. Didn't think of it. Didn't have a price on it or anything. So, And, and they don't even sell the wooden trains there. They wouldn't be loose like that. So I'm like, this is his. This, this is his train. And so my wife was on the other side of Target. And she comes back over to find us. And, and I tell her what's going on. And she's like, are you serious? I was like, yeah. She's like, well, what do you do? I'm like, well, we're going to take it because it's ours. I paid money for it at another store at Toys R Us. I was like, they couldn't find it. We came here. There's record that we called and we showed up and we asked people. I was like, if they try to get me for stealing, I'd be like, stealing what? There's no price tag on it. My son dropped it here a week ago and here it is. And so I just picked it up and put it in my pocket. And we left Target like 10 minutes later. Nobody stopped me. Nobody came and said anything. I'm like, we're not stealing it. <laughs> my wife was so nervous. She like walked away. Like we were committing this like federal offense. She's like, they're going to call it. Like they might call the cops or blah, blah, blah. I was like, I was like, they're not going to call the cops. I was like, I was like, I came here last Wednesday night at 730. Whoever was working the customer service desk can vouch for that. You called. They probably have a record of the call. I was like, this is, I paid money for this. The funny thing is, the next day my wife ordered a replacement for it on Amazon. She felt so bad that, that he lost it. He was not supposed to take his toys into stores like that. Uh, so now he has two of them. Now, <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's two. Now if he loses it for real, he still has a backup, like whatever. But it's so funny. My wife's like, did you get a rush? Did you get nervous? Did you get anxious? I'm like, sweetheart, this medicine I'm on, I'm not feeling anxious about this. There's something to feel anxious about. I paid for this thing. He lost it here. Somebody found it and put it here. I'm taking it back. End of story. I would have loved to have dealt with a security guard and, and relayed this ridiculous story to him, like like calm as hell. Like So just a funny little thing. Don't let your kids take their toys into a big store. It's not a good move because this is what happens. <laughs> that's that's the moral of the story today. Just just tell them to keep the toys in the car, keep the toys at home. Don't let them do it. Uh, but um, yeah, Kyle, Kyle's doing good with this reward system. And now we've had to start a second reward system for peeing on the potty. Because potty training uh, is taking kind of a nosedive in how much he gives a shit about it. Um, you know, because when he goes to daycare, they make him take breaks. Like, they kind of like, all right, it's been two hours, Kyle, get on the potty. All the kids who are potty trained go to the potty at the same time, pretty much. Uh, when Kyle's home, he, like, doesn't tell us when he has to go. He just kind of waits for us to do it, or he just pees his pants. And But then we're out at restaurants or the store, the mall or something. He always tells us. He always tells us when he has to go. And we think part of the fact is he likes to go in the new bathrooms 
like a, like a new place. He's like, ooh, a new bathroom. He likes the toilets in a lot of these places that have the automatic flush where you just you don't have to flush it or push a button. You just walk away and it flushes. He marvels at that. So <laughs> we think it's the novelty of the uh, you know unforeseen bathroom, the new bathroom that gets him to tell us. So at home, though, he doesn't give a shit. Oh, I peed my pants. You put a new pair of... Uh, he yelled at me maybe for doing it. I, I put a new pair of underwear on. Life goes on. So... What we did was we started taking away his trains, his motorized Thomas trains. That wasn't working. He actually would tell us to be like, oh, take away Steven. Eh, take away Diesel. I don't like, like why he's, he's telling us which ones to take away. Like, are you going to punch me? Yeah, I'm not really feeling Gordon lately. You can just, just get the hell rid of him, whatever. I don't care about him. So we're like, all right, that's not working. It's just constant state of adjustment with this kid. So uh, we decided to take away Thomas videos. I think I mentioned on the podcast before, he loves watching these two YouTube channels. One where they play, the guy does stories with, with Thomas Motor Trains and uh, these little alien creatures and Paw Patrol and PJ Masks. All this stuff done with toys. It's like like stop motion, but not really. And another channel is this Canadian family who uh, does a lot with the Thomas Wooden Trains. And they fill up these giant paper mache eggs and they paint them like the Thomas characters. And the kid punches through it and pulls out all these Thomas toys and train track parts, all this stuff. He's enamored with these videos on YouTube. So we told him after his last multiple pee pants day incidents, we we're like, all right, buddy, here's the deal. No more Thomas videos on YouTube until you start telling mommy and daddy when you have to pee when you're home. And he was like, <laughs> like finally got inside his little brain. And now every day he's like, Thomas videos, but like, nope, you have to tell us five times that you have to pee. He's at, he's at three right now. So you tell us five times when you have to pee, you can't pee your pants. I was like, and then you get to watch your Thomas videos again. And he's like struggling so hard. Like, like, <laughs> like he still yesterday, he didn't do great. Well, I think one time yesterday he told me and another time he peed his pants. And uh, it's just, it's just been such a struggle. And my wife's talking about night training him like soon. I'm like, you know, I was like, he, he doesn't have day training down pat. Like I want him to at least, like, you know, get to a point where he recognizes that he can't pee his pants two or three times a day when he's home. Like, then we'll talk about night training. He's had a couple naps recently where uh, he, he hasn't peed during the nap. He's woken up after like a two, three hour nap with a dry diaper. So I'm like, all right, he seems like he's almost there in terms of like being able to hold it for, you know, a nap time. And then you got nighttime, which is going to be a whole nother story. But I'm just like, uh, it's, it's, it's one of the only stressful things, you know, right now with him and, and, and behavior wise, he has good days and bad days with behavior. And the Lexapro that I'm taking has definitely been helping. <laughs> I still yell at him from time to time because he's two years old and he pushes and pushes and pushes and says no to everything sometimes. And he, he just, uh, you know, drives you nuts. But uh, the medication is definitely helping. My wife is thinking about trying the medication now. <laughs> she, she's trying to get back into therapy to, uh, possibly get something because it's just it's anxiety you know eats you up and you don't realize it and i've seen like now that i'm kind of like calmer my anxiety's dwindled like i see how anxious she is so and talking with my therapist it's like we were two kind of like high anxiety people in different ways but functioning and like working together but now that i'm low anxiety and she's still kind of up there like there's definitely like you know a problem there's some friction there and, and so she recognizes that, yeah, maybe she needs something too. It's 
it's tough. I, I don't, I mean, we've talked about my therapist. I don't know if it's, if it's upbringing, if it's just, you know, the world, you know, life, it's, it's tough when you have a stressful job, which she does. You have a two year old at home. You got to worry about paying bills. You're trying to find time to relax. You got to deal with family issues. You got to deal with money issues. Like it just starts to build and build and build. And your brain just constantly, you know, keeps worry at the forefront and you can't physically get yourself to, you know, get to an even keel again, you know, so that you can kind of balance everything and, and take a step back and look at everything and, and, and kind of prioritize and work on problems you can solve and, and don't, you know, go after things that are out of your control. It's it's tough. And, and you know, I, w- I always thought, like, well, I don't want to take, like, you know, a happy pill that makes me just like, ah, la, 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 like float through life. But the Lexapro is definitely not that at all. And after over a month now, I just like I just see everything kind of differently, like the way I handled things, the way I did things, uh, the way I approach different things. And it's given me a clearer vision of what I want to do kind of with my with my life. <laughs> That's like 36 year old, like, oh, I get it now. This is what I want to do. <laughs> like, um, and if you've seen it on Twitter, I've been calling it uh, Project Fancy which is its code name right now because I don't want to go into too much detail about it. Went to a little detail in my other podcast, uh, Wrestling and Toys with Two Jersey Boys, with my buddy Danny Goodtimes. We talked a little bit about it, and, and it's going to involve comic book shops and stuff like that. But um, and, and everyone I've talked to about it, the comic book shop owners are kind of pumped for it. So uh, that's going to be on my YouTube channel soon. We're hoping to, f- to film some stuff soon and, and put it together. So make sure you follow me there. If you don't subscribe to my YouTube channel already, youtube.com slash Chris Robinson NJ. Um, yeah, so that, so it's just w- without the medicine and without my anxiety, like being at the low level that it's at, I wouldn't be able to like talk to these people. I'd be virtually like cold calling them or like cold emailing them, just going to the stores and to be like, Hey, I'm Chris Robinson. Like, like I wouldn't have been able to do that ever. And I've had this idea for a while and like now I can execute it because of this medicine. And one of the guys I talked to, one of the comic book shop owners was like, this sounds like a really good idea. This is something that could really take off. You could really, you know, make some money from this. I'm like, I hope so, man. Like, (laughs) like, like I would, I would love to do this. I want to do video production and social media and, and do something like this for a living. You just have to find the right path. And I was like, I think I found it. And People always like, oh, don't do it for the money. Like, I'm not doing it for the money because I'm not making any money doing this project initially. But I would love for it to lead to a money-making opportunity or, or become a full-time career down the line because it's going to be hard work. It's going to take time. It's going to have to build. But uh, I have less anxiety about that. I have less anxiety about the future and the next step and all this stuff. Like, uh, it's just it, the, the Lexapro has been such a – a huge help. <laughs> and it's so cheap. It's a, it's so cheap. That's the best part. 30 day supplies only on my insurance is only like six bucks and change, which is great. So it's not like a big, you know, chunk of money or anything like this little white fucking pill has like changed my life and, and helped me just clear my head out so much. Um, so I, I think I said in the last podcast, like if you have anxiety problems, depression problems, anything like definitely see somebody definitely think about trying medication i was tentative about it for the majority of my life and now at 36 i'm like full steam ahead yes do it it helps it the negative effects are minuscule i don't really have any (laughs) at all i had some i i eat more now 
that's <laughs> I've put on a couple pounds, but I'm skinny as hell anyway. So, uh, yeah. What am I talking? Oh, 15 minutes. This one went long today. Eh, I haven't done the show in what three weeks. Um, actually, I have a cardiologist appointment to go to, so I better wrap it up soon. Thank you guys for listening. The show is on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Chris Robinson and Jay. Uh, like I said before, the YouTube channel, doing a lot of cool stuff on there. More to come, youtube.com slash C slash Chris Robinson and Jay. And my other podcast, Wrestling and Toys with Two Jersey Boys, with my buddy Danny Goodtimes. That's also up everywhere. Google, Apple, uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud. So check that out. And uh, I will try to be back again next week. Oh, next week I have a wedding on Friday. One of my one of my old friends is getting married at a wedding on Friday. Maybe I'll try to do it on Wednesday or Thursday. I don't know. Hopefully. I'm trying to get back to doing this weekly. I apologize. Uh, I'll try my best. But thank you for listening. I truly appreciate it. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.